What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode five of season five. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy, Dog coming to you with a little virtual action today because the boys are so good at scheduling and planning that this was totally on purpose. Yes, we did plan this on purpose. This is our first uh, virtual one since February. Which, honestly, no, given our history, is not that bad. No, that you're correct. I mean, Bruno, <laughs> what people don't know oh boy, is that Bruno... <laughs> Has been through the trials and tribulations with our dear friend Seabiscuit. Yes. His wonderful car of how many years, Bruno? Um, Seabiscuit's been alive for 23. He's been mine for 12. It's a long relationship you've had with Seabiscuit. Yes. And Seabiscuit has, he'll never let you down, but he's been making it tough on you for a little bit here. And Bruno uh, has been Ubering to locations to podcast. I, I wouldn't say he'll never let you down. I don't know if I would go that. <laughs> I don't know if I would go that far. But yes, Kurt is correct. Listen, there comes a point in everyone's life where you know it's. I'm not going to say it's time to say goodbye. I'm just saying it's time to reflect on your relationships with people and other unanimate, inanimate objects around you. So listen, Seabiscuit's doing his best, kind of, somewhat, um, and. For the meantime, Kurt and I are making it work like we always do. And the important thing is that we're here for you. We're here today. We're virtual, if you will. But, and but it's going to be a great fucking time. My point is, it's a shout out to you, though. Like, you've oh. made it work. You've you've shown up. You've been in person. And like Whoa. that's through the trials and tribulations with Seabiscuit. You've also had to bear with me because half the time, it's like, which place are we going to go to? And Kurt's like, I'm driving you home. So shout out right back to where it's a shout out off um, because Kurt also deserves a shout out and some credit for uh, helping me out, helping uh, helping a brother out when he needs it. So listen, we got each other. I mean, it, we wouldn't be on season sixty two of playing the field if we didn't have each other's backs. Am I right, dude? I need to figure out. We must be getting. We must be flirting with episode one hundred. It must. We must be Ooh. somewhere in the vicinity. Okay. I, mean, I know that first season, it was you were only on one episode, but then the last four, it's just been it's been me and you, pal. It's been it's been the boys. Yeah, I mean. At least 16 or 17 episodes per season for football. And usually we start before and go a little bit after. So okay. there have been 80 episodes. There it is. Of, of playing the field to this point. So we will break it. We, breaking uh, 100. Season. A new series presented by us. Yeah. Presented by Arby's. <laughs> we have the meats. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, Bruno, I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. Uh, I was going to say pick my bone. And then I was like, that doesn't sound good. So, Kurt, what's your bone to pick? I won't be picking any bones, (laughs) but I do have a bone to pick. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ever since we were on this podcast. Oh, boy. And you hyped up. I know. Fuck. I knew this. Our back-to-back FIFA World Cup champ, uh, U.S. Women's National Team, 
they have stunk up the joint. They haven't lost, but they also haven't won. Yeah. And so Kurt is absolutely right. Many people are calling for my ass to be in the jackpot for talking up that talk. And then not only did they not even win the game we were watching during that pod, they tied Netherlands that day. They also barely even tied Portugal in their third group uh, group stage game. Portugal hit the post on a shot near the end of the game that if that had gone in, they pretty much, they would have won that game, which would have eliminated us from the World Cup. So, so what is it, the top two from every... Uh, top two group goes and usually we go 3-0 and win every game by like 10 goals usually that's how it goes we not only didn't do that this time we only won one game and we tied two games and we didn't even come in first in the group because netherlands won twice and tied once and we won once and tied twice people might say that we haven't lost though it's those people would be correct we have not lost which is lovely to say obviously uh, but Kurt, it's very strange names from the past that even a casual would recognize: Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino, Julie Ertz. You know, uh, Ertz on the um, on the Eagles. So yep. it like there are names you would recognize. There's obviously a lot of new, younger people too. But it is crazy. Like these are the same people that have won the last two. Not the same exact people, but a lot of the same people that have won the last two World Cups. And now it's just like we can't score goals. So Bruno not good. again, noted not soccer guy mm-hmm. we've we've been over this with me on the pod okay i i would be lying to you if i said i've watched any of it aside from the time i watched with you okay i, was I, <laughs> I will probably watch a little bit as we get into the not we're in the knockouts now right like you lo- you lose you're done yes sir the top 16 teams are left i will probably tune in but i've been seeing a lot on x <clears throat> not twitter x mm. And I actually have been threading a little bit more lately. Uh, so X and threads, threads, um, <laughs> that some, I don't know. It's like if like uh, Michelle Tafoya for like an NFL game was reporting, like some of right. the reporters who do the soccer thing. I don't know the, this guy's name. Right, right. But he was reporting like how poorly Alex Morgan is playing. And that's crazy to me because like she's been – so dominant for the last two world cups and we're sitting here now it's like well again like she's been doing this run now for 12 years if this is her third world cup like i get it like age age is a factor for everyone who's not tom brady so like i get it but that's it is weird because like those names that you know are still there but even megan rapino comes off the bench like it's not like it's not like that dynastic team of the last two world cups so i don't know it'll be interesting i guess I guess Carly Lloyd, who had been in the last yep. two championship teams, she's like doing the announcing. Yep. She came out and she blasted them, and she has yep. kind of, she's been kind of walking them back. What are your thoughts on that? It's weird to see a former player and one who's played so recently, and one who's played under this very head coach and with a lot of the players on the team. It's weird to see them go go absolutely in on the team like you see that with like older generations when they're trying to do that awkward like oh my generation was better but it's like carly lloyd you know like almost all these players you played for this coach you're not that long removed from playing i mean i it's not like i don't at least see where she's coming from where she's like they're not playing are they're taking it for advantage they're getting all cocky maybe those things are true maybe they aren't but it's just really weird to see again from someone who's like been there in the trenches with the team and the and the coach it's like it's kind of weird to see but kurt i'm not gonna lie you're absolutely right. Alex Morgan missed a penalty in game one against Vietnam. Like, bro, Alex Morgan can't be missing penalties. Megan Rapino gets subbed on in like the 60th minute for a couple of these games. It has little to no impact. So listen, that's enough to get you advancing past the group stage where you just have to finish top two. 
I don't know if that's enough to get you to a championship. So, Kurt, no. your first opportunity to watch a little bit more. I'm glad you locked this in because we're playing at 5 a.m. on Sunday. So see you bright oh. and early. Uh, you know, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Who whomst could think of a better time to watch the next game? We're playing Sweden. They've beat us in the past before. There's a little bit of bad blood because they're they're like one of their recent coaches was like a previous coach for our women's team and then she went to sweden and then she beat us and there's some trash talk so bad blood with sweden but uh kurt we're gonna see how that goes uh that's interesting stats guy is swedish as hell oh. and the stats guy's family is as swedish as they come so interesting we're gonna need uh, a statement from stats guy we'll have to get a statement absolutely um we will i'll be in nantucket with stats guy Ooh. while that game It'll be after our first night in Nantucket. We'll probably be pretty banged up, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. So uh, we, I won't be watching, but I hope we win. So that'll okay. be great. So Stats Guy will be watching. So we'll get an official statement from Stats Guy because obviously this is their civil war, if you will. Um, yes. I do have a question, though, because uh, I, again, I'm not a soccer guy, but it seems yep. like our offense is not offensing. It is simply not, which is kind of crazy because that, like, like our defense, we're not allowing that many goals. We maybe have allowed one or two, maybe this, which is like decent. Um, it's never been a problem for us scoring goals and it must just be whether it's nerves or like the new players just aren't, aren't feeling it with the old players. There's also been a lot of like people questioning the lineup. Like, you know, how in soccer you can do formations and you yeah. can change per game. You could have different people like out wider or more compact or like based on what type of attack style you want to have. So people have been questioning that too, but yeah, that's, it's tough when that's been the thing for so long. Kurt, my last note about the soccer before we move on is that you know what this kind of feels like though it's a little too early to say this but you know what it kind of feels like a certain yukon women's basketball program that used to be historically dominant and still like doing pretty well considering they're just not winning the championships like they used to so i hope it's not the exact same comparison but as a uh, fellow women's basketball enjoyers of the yukon variety that we are we've seen this story potentially before uh it is interesting that um, we, you know, we were speaking about how badly the U.S. women's national team is offensing. Bruno, mm. there is another type of football mm. here that like involves an, involves an offensive uh, position mm. to be pretty prolific if you want to win a game. Uh, however, hey, however, ever. they're not being paid, Bruno. Mm. They're simply not being paid. I'm talking about the RB running back position. Not Arby's, but Arby's. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Not Arby's. Arby's. That's, that should be the episode name right there. Yeah, I will. Uh, that's exactly what it is. Remind me that. Remind okay. me. That. Okay. Um, that's fucking funny. Bruno, uh, there has been a... I don't want to call it a systematic change, but over the last couple of years, there has been a shift in the running back market in the NFL in terms of what they're being paid. Now, the shelf life of an NFL running back is like far and away the shortest uh, amount of time, I guess you would say, that you have a career because you're getting hit over and over and over and over again. Now, like if you think about it, the best running backs – are you know call him Christian McCaffrey, call him Saquon Barkley, do which like those upper echelon guys, yep. okay? But you think about it, these running backs, you're put through the ringer through in college for four years. That's a lot of hits you're taking. You figure yeah. you you take, carry the ball 25 times a game over a call it a 14 game season or whatever it is. You're that's a lot of carries adding up pretty fast. Now you're gonna go to the NFL and you're gonna hit by guys who are more physical, who are faster. Like it's just it makes sense why 
they don't stick around in the league very much. But with that being said, Bruno, there are some massive names that are still NFL free agents this year who are looking for X amount of dollars, and they're just simply never going to get it. You have guys like Joe Mixon who are taking pay cuts just to stay with the Bengals. Like, it is a little bit weird in the moment. Like, right now, Dalvin Cook, unsigned, probably going to be a Jet. We don't know that for sure yet, but that's a that's one of the best running backs in the NFL. And now he's not, he doesn't have a team right now. You're telling me he's not good enough to be on a team? No, he's not good enough to be on a team at the number the team wants, which right. is like Dalvin Cook knows what Dalvin Cook's worth. Yeah. And the teams don't see that. So him, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, guys who are proven veterans in this league who have done it for a long time, aren't getting paid. What are your thoughts about that? It, Kurt, it's so crazy because I feel like, and again, other people have said this and I just simply agree. You see a lot of times that players will get paid for performance and theoretically contracts should be like also incorporating the future too. It's not like a contract should be purely based on what you have done before. But at the same time, like, again, if a basketball player has an all NBA season, they make all NBA first team, their MVP votes, whatever, they're going to get paid a huge contract if they're up for an extension or they're up for a new contract. You simply never see a basketball team with a guy who's like in his mid twenties or like athletic prime, you simply never see a team be like, Oh, you know, he scored too many points or like he played too many games or he logged too many minutes. You just never see that. So it is really weird with the running backs. The problem is Kurt. I feel like they're like, maybe this is like the media bias, but I just feel like there's so many running backs that just are either young guys or undrafted guys or whatever it might be that keep, uh, coming out of nowhere and able to produce, like, I don't want to say as well as, like, the top guys, but, like, again, like, think about some of the big-name running backs right now. Like, Jonathan Taylor, obviously a big star right now. He's in the center of news for this very reason. He kind of came out of nowhere and just all of a sudden was good after even even a lot of miles at Wisconsin. And I feel like people were saying they were starting the narrative of that what's happening now, even when he got drafted, being like, oh, he has so many miles. I feel like every year there's these random running backs that just come out and they're like low key able to put up numbers. Cause again, it's like, if you have a good offensive line, you can kind of, it's not like the star running back isn't important, but like that also helps. So it is yeah. a weird situation, but like, again, it is crazy that a running back can have an amazing season, amazing stats. And it's like, the team is just like, oh, you just put mileage on rather than like, oh, let's like reward you because you're good. They're just like, oh, like now your your value is deteriorating. You know when you drive a car, you know when they say you drive a car off the parking lot, it loses like half its value. It's the play the the owners are just like, oh yeah, as soon as you have a season for us, you just lose all your value, which is crazy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You think about Bill Belichick. Usually the guys Bill Belichick drafts the running back position, he drafts with a focus on who didn't get used as much in college like who didn't start for four years right. like that's a lot of wear and t- that's a lot of miles on those legs yep but, i mean you're talking going back to like james white even uh he was out of wisconsin but he played with a bunch of like really good backs and he came here and then he's usually aside from ramondre stevenson and sonny michelle i guess when bill belichick drafts a running back usually they sit for about a year and they you know learn the offense whatever but it's a year where they don't take many hits um, yeah. And then, they, you know, they have a good couple, three or four years, and that's that. Think about Sonny Michelle Bruno. He won. Great point. He was a big reason he, we won a Super Bowl in 2018. But then he's out. Of, he just retired from the NFL like a week ago. Crazy. Like, that's a, five years. You're done. So, again, you, it's just hard to put an evaluation. Like, and that's why I don't believe running backs should really be taken in the first round because it's a five-year shelf life, and they're, they're done pretty much for the, for the average running back, not the elite. Wild. It is wild. Yeah, and that's so tough, Kurt, because like I said, it's like you see wide receivers and it's like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, again, still good. 
he if he was a running back like age wise and mileage wise we'd probably being not like people wouldn't want to pay him but if people would be like you know he'd be getting a, a veterans minimum out here or whatever and now it's like he's recruited by half the team like the patriots wanted the titans wanted the bills the chiefs all these teams wanted him so it is just like funny seeing not funny but interesting seeing the other positions not get treated like again maybe similar uh places mileage wise or stats wise and then they just they don't you know it's just not the same uh in terms of how they're treated so we'll see but kurt again patriots were on this before any other team that's a fucking fact right i mean that 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 checks out bruno it's normally about how it goes i cannot wait football season the first game is tonight it's in an hour and a half i can't wait to watch bruno football is back bruno speaking of watching things Mm -hmm. what's your watch of the week this week pal what do you got the fucking segue god strikes again so well done kurt so obviously you beat me too. the hall of fame game is going to be the watch of the week probably not the watch of the week but it's going to be a watch this week that we're watching soon kurt is aaron Rodgers gonna play probably not right i have not heard that he is i've heard just well actually i don't want to say i've seen reports i just feel like what i've the the vibes i've been getting has just been it's gonna be backup central but zach wilson uh, maybe backup central that is that's a tough sentence to say out loud but luckily we're not jets fans um Kurt, my watch of the week. It might be America's watch of the week. It might be your watch of the week. It might be 100% of people's watch of the week. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but this has just taken over everything since it got put on Netflix. Kurt, I don't know exactly when or exactly how, but Suits got put on Netflix, Kurt. And first of all, it's like the most streamed Netflix thing of all time. Don't look that up. I that's There was some report about how well it's doing streaming-wise. It's probably not of all time, but it's just doing insane streaming numbers on Netflix. It's also just like, I feel like they're, every single person is talking about Suits. Again, I'm watching it. That's my watch of the week. It, I watched it like when it came out, kind of. I remember it wasn't like I was watching it every week. I don't even think I finished the full series. I definitely enjoyed it when it came out. It's a good, like, fun show. It's not super serious. The basic premise, if you don't, I don't know how you wouldn't know Suits at this point, but if you don't know, it's like it's like a law firm. It's like a law show. Pearson One Hardman. Main, what's up? Pearson and Hardman. Yeah, <laughs> there he Kurt knows. I'm currently um, watching it just like you. Oh, there you go. So watch double watch of the week. And the main guy, Mike, he pretends that he graduated from Harvard without actually having graduated from Harvard, gets a job at the law firm. You obviously need a law degree to work at a law firm and work on cases and do all this shit. But he's like just low key, really good at like solving shit and like work, working these cases and figuring out problem solving and stuff. So his boss is just like, fuck it, we ball. And then, you know, from there. Harvey, right? That, yeah. Yep, from, Harvey the, Specter. Yeah. And then they just, and then it's about like both, it's like episode by episode with like a different case, but also the overarching thing is uh, like, is his secret going to come out? What's going to happen? All that sort of stuff. And then also Meghan Markle's in it. So people are losing their shit about Bruno, that. Bruno. Okay. I have such a confession. First off, do you know roughly about what episode you're on? Oh, I have no idea. Season two or three, I think. I, I'm on season two. I'm in the middle of season two. Yeah. Um, it took me. Mm, oh, no. <laughs> Five oh, episodes, maybe. Oh, and I was like, God, this Rachel Zane chick is <laughs> fucking hot. Oh my God. That's so, so fucking funny. I bro, this is I You Googled Rachel from Suits? Oh yep. my god. Kurt, that's electric. And it was like Megan Markle, and I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my can you imagine oh. like, what if like because it is streaming at the numbers that it's streaming, if they ever tried to do like a um like a reboot of it, there's no way Meghan Markle could do it, right? Oh, like, 
I don't think so. Yeah, now that she's like royalty and stuff. Dude, she the used Duchess to do of Essex or whatever the fuck she is. Yeah. She also did I don't know if you've ever seen this. There's clips of her, I forget. Is it the price is right? What's the one where they open the suitcases with the dollar? What's that? Is deal that or no deal. One? Yeah, deal or no deal. She was a dealer no deal girl. Like she was doing wow. this sort of shit before she obviously married into royalty and now uh pretends to do podcasts on Spotify and get paid for not interviewing people. But um <laughs> other than that, yeah. Uh, drag them. <laughs> drag her. Um but yeah, great show, Kurt. I sorry if I stole your watch of the week. It could be our combined watch the week if nope. you don't have another one but no I, I i didn't i had another one okay. but i was contemplating doing suits okay there you go. um bruno i'm going with another bit of a cop-out because it is also something that america is speaking highly about when i we mm-hmm. talked about if we had seen either of these things we had not last time i saw oppenheimer oh oppenheimer yeah 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 yeah. and let me tell you as someone who thoroughly enjoyed history mm-hmm Specifically, like World War II, 1940s America. This movie, first off, it is three fucking hours long. Oh. Three, th- three hours, three Wait. semicolon zero zero hours long. I actually don't know where you're going with this, so I'm on the edge of my seat. No, I liked it. I loved it. Oh, okay. I just, I, <laughs> you're going to say, this fucking sucked. <laughs> I held on to my butt for the entire movie. And oh, like, shit. Th- obviously, there's some action, a little yeah, bit of yeah. action. It's a fucking atomic bomb. Yeah. But like, <laughs> spoilers the way the way the movie was set up it bounced from like without spoiling it bounced around from like different time periods but okay. to tell, but to like tell the story yep i left that movie i thought i was fucking drunk i was oh like <laughs> i just had to like rethink my entire life it was one of those movies and bruno like again rotten tomatoes had it at like a 98 or something yep. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, there's just no fucking yeah. <laughs> way. There was a way, and it was really good. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Killian Murphy, Cillian yeah. Murphy. No, Is you it Killian? Got it Killian. Yeah, yeah. My buddy kept calling him Cillian. I was like, oh, am I saying it wrong? Because then I got self-conscious. So Killian Murphy, the yeah. guy from Peaky Blinders, is such an amazing actor. It's not even. Fu- it's not even funny. Like, the, he was the perfect, the perfect person for this role, and. uh Dr. Oppenheimer is someone that I now uh, can't stop thinking about. So Oppenheimer, 10 out of 10, go watch it if you haven't seen it. Kurt, I was supposed to go last week. I had to cancel those plans, but I'm going to see it ASAP because that's I've heard nothing but good things from everyone. So I'll come back and we can have our collective brain fuck when we uh, when I see it, so we can talk about it. But that's awesome. Yeah, you know, you're a big time movie guy. Love to see it, uh, Oppenheimer baby. Uh, and again, the only reason I knew it was Killian Murphy is because I thought it was Cillian Murphy, and then you're just scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and you see those random clips, and it was like you'll never believe how he pronounces his name, and it's just a clip of him being like everybody. Must pronounces my name it's actually killian i was like oh duly noted so okay i because i just assumed it was killian and my friend's like no bro it's cillian and i was like okay like i'm not i'm not arguing i'm just gonna shut my mouth like okay in our defense those c words not like the c word but c words like those are hard for us especially as celtics fans because you can also say celtic some people do that's how you might say that word we say celtic so we have an excuse anyone who's a celtics fan you are hereby part uh playing the field it's uh excused if you get the name wrong, but now moving forward, it's killing. Yep. I love it. Bruno, those are love two it. good watches of the week, and I'm very partial to your side. I can't stop watching Suits. I know. It's just good. I mean, Kurt, my last watch of the week thing before we can move on is, I don't know, do you, when you think of like shows, you'll just toss on and watch on Netflix, not like something like The Night Agent, where it's like a gripping 10 episode, like something that's a long bunch of seasons, whatever. Do you have something not Suits that comes to mind? Because I do really quick. Well, mine used to be 
Let me, I'll give you the progression. It used to be Friends, Great and then it was The Office, awesome. and now Great it's show. Friday Night Lights. Because oh, I've Friday seen Lights. I've seen Friday Night Lights, the entire thing, seasons one through five, the entire the entire thing, six times. Season two sucked every time. You still just got to fight through it. You just got to fight <laughs> through season two. But Bruno, I I like realistically every time I'm like, oh, I need a new show. There's a part of me that's screaming <laughs> in the back of my brain. Just, just watch it again. Just watch F2 again. Watch Friday Lights again. You are Coach Taylor. Watch it again. Uh, Connie Britton's in it. Watch it again. No, I, uh, I I haven't been able to do it. But I it is a classic. Like I know what my favorite episodes are. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to season yep. five, episodes 13. And I'm gonna. And that's the one I'm going to watch tonight. And I fall asleep yep. in seven minutes. So it's like it's Beautiful. great. It's fantastic. What is yours? Beautiful. Kurt. Office was one of mine in my progression, not even close to as uplifting as your your nice, lighthearted, funny shows, Kurt. But it's not on Netflix anymore. It used to be on Netflix. Criminal Minds, dude, I could put any episode. I could put, start at any time in the episode. I just fucking love Criminal Minds. That used to be my go-to. Like, let me just toss a random episode on Netflix and put it on. Criminal Minds is my go-to. I've seen that so many times. So funny, I'm making it about me again because I'm really good at that. Uh, every time we went to my grandparents' house in Massachusetts, uh, all of our cousins were like significantly older on that side of the family. And like as they got older and moved moved away and it was just kind of me and Connor every time we went to go see grandma and grandpa, um, you know, you socialize with your grandparents for a little bit. Sure. And you need a little alone time too. Oh, of course. Of course. We would give each other a look and we'd be like, want to go watch a couple of <laughs> It was something about being at grandma and grandpa's was like we had to watch a marathon of Criminal Minds Love on A and E, and like Love we, yep. A and E, yep. A and E, <laughs> and Connor and I would go through some of these, and like it. Here's my thing: I love Criminal Minds, fantastic show. It got to a point where I'm worried about the writers. Like, what do they hard. go through <laughs> to write some of this shit out? Like, it got it was like borderline terrifying. They were like when I was like even in high school, I was like this shit is gonna make me sleep with the lights on. Like it was wild. Yeah. And like, again, there's a lot more of those shows now, like there's making a murder. There's like all these other podcasts and stuff now. But I feel like back then there wasn't there weren't that many shows that really got you in the mindset of like the people doing that shit and like broke it down for you. So I again, I completely agree. Certainly not as easy to watch as The Office or Friends or any of those like ones that make you laugh. But again, I did the same thing as you back in the day when, you know, growing up and you had cable and you'd be flipping through the channels trying to find something to watch. Anytime it said Criminal Minds, I didn't give a fuck what season, what episode, how long was left in it. I would put it on and I'd be like, all right, I guess I'm locked in for three more hours. So um, one more Criminal Minds thing. Is it Hotch or Hodge? Do you know? I think it's TCH, like hot. Hotch. Okay. I think so. I don't, I don't, I, I've heard people say it both ways. I have no idea. I've said Hotch. I'm with TCH. Okay. Yeah. I so let's just not look it up and those other people are wrong. How about I, that? I'm all the way in on that, Bruno. And again, nowadays, if I'm flipping through channels and I need a show, anytime Shark Tank is on, I will watch oh, Shark Tank. Tank. Yep. Mark Cuban's a fucking beast. He is a beast. He's a beast. It, he's also always funny on part of my take because he like those guests that like actually talk shit and like get into it and aren't like stuck up and stuff. He's always funny when he's on there. So um, Shark Tank's a great show. Kurt, speaking of being wrong. Um, oh, fuck you. You're pretty good at that. <laughs> well, you've been the psycho god today. Speaking of being wrong, 
it seems like uh you know last week in the draft there was a certain one of us who was ruled majority strongly wrong in terms of having a better draft i'm not going to say specifically who it was but i'm going to say it wasn't kurt so you can do the rest of the mental math to figure that one out um yeah, the final kurt, poll was 88 percent to 12 percent. we're not telling you who won we're just telling you those were the numbers kurt fact or fiction you got a double digit percentage of the votes and i got a double digit percentage of the votes. fact Numbers never lie unless it's Jamel Hill. Yeah. Unless it's, oh God. Oh, she came to UConn. People forget. Um, Yeah. So anyways, so that was a a loss that made me look in the mirror. I thought Kurt was, was manipulating the numbers, but obviously he doesn't or so we think. So I'm going to have to really uh, look at myself in the mirror and step it up because I've been keeping it pretty close. I'm not known to win between pick sixes or drafts. I'm not a win. I'm not really known as the winner here, but usually it's competitive. Last week wasn't competitive. This week, Kurt, it's going to be fun. And I'm hoping it's more competitive. I think for sure that pet peeves are a little more like nuanced, a little more niche. Right. Everyone loves fast food. If you don't, yes. you're lying to yourself. Congratulations. Uh, and people are pretty opinionated on it. But like, there are so many good options. We're both going to have good lists. And Kurt, this segment is not RBs. It's Arby's. <laughs> so I'm reminding you again with the title there. Yeah. Um, we are doing the fast food draft. Kurt, I'm excited about this. Uh, obviously, I feel like almost everyone loves some form, fashion, shape of fast food. Um, do we want to? I should have opened up a coin flip. Uh, actually, how am I going to do this? A uh, coin flip. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, wait. I can do. Oh, wait. I'll I'll put my phone to the screen and I'll. Sh- yeah. Genius idea. Ready? Ready? Genius idea. Right. <laughs> coin flip. What's it like having a big brain? Fucking. It's a burden, but I'm going to do it for you. All right. Uh, you I can kind of. Where's the I flip button? Okay, flip it. again. What do you you call it? Heads. You can't really see that that well. I'm trying to like get the, no, I can the see glare. It. Heads, heads. Hit okay, it. ready. I can't see what that is. Tails. tails. Okay. Uh, so Kurt called heads. It was tails. I'm gonna go first. Kurt, are you ready for the? Actually, I'm gonna open up our list so I can type as we go. Are you ready for the fast food draft of 2023? That I'm. There's no possible way I'm gonna lose. Maybe I'll lose, but there's yeah. no possible way I'm gonna lose. Hit me with your best shot, baby. Hit me with your best shot. Bam, 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 fire away. Hey, great song, right, Kurt. Guitar Hero. That is a great. I think of that. I think of Barracuda. slow ride. Oh my God, Barracuda! Oh my God, we should have done the the draft of Guitar Hero songs. We'll put that away for next time. Kurt, there's a lot of different directions you can go. So, like again, the top of the fast food chain. I I don't know about you. I feel like there's a couple options. Maybe there's a clear number one to you. We'll see when it's your time to pick. I feel like you can go a couple different ways. Kurt's already laughing because he's like, I won the draft because Bruno's about to be an idiot. Listen, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and we're just going to live with it, okay? So I'll give you my two that I was deciding between for my number one spot, and then you can tell me what you think. My two I was deciding between two are McDonald's, obviously. I feel like that's like a clear number one, which you could go, or, and Kurt already knows where this is going. Kurt, listen. We all have preferences. We all have things that we like that are different from each other. And listen, if I was just trying to win the draft, which I probably should try, honestly, at some point, maybe I should have a draft where I just only try instead of using using my brain. But I'm going to use my brain, Kurt. If I if if I was just trying to take to win the draft, I would have taken McDonald's, Kurt. But I'm not. I'm true to myself. I know what I like better, and I'm taking Wendy's number one, Kurt. 
So you can wow. you can you can laugh at me if you want. You can take McDonald's with your first or second pick because people forget you have two in a row. Kurt, I'll give you my quick reasoning and then you can explain. McDonald's is great. It's not a McDonald's is bad pick. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. McD- uh, Wendy's chicken nuggets, which is my go-to fast food order. I fucking love their chicken nuggets. I, the different varieties of chicken nuggets they've done over the years, the way they make them. I honestly prefer them over the McDonald's chicken nuggets. So that's my number one thing. The burgers are kind of comparable. I'd probably say McDonald's fries are better, and that's a big plus for McDonald's. Listen, I'm a chicken nugget guy. What do you want me to say? I love me some chicken nuggets. Wendy doesn't better. I'm picking Wendy's number one. Kurt, take McDonald's number two or three and tell me why you think you're right. Bruno, you are so correct. Wendy's is the far superior chicken nugget it far okay superior. thank you for at least giving me that before you then win the draft 100 to zero for percentage <laughs> bruno this is gonna be crazy you're gonna be able to get mcdonald's as your second pick because i'm, oh. not, I'm not taking it okay that actually makes me feel better because i didn't know if you were gonna like shit on me or no what, so that i'm not taking it better. it's not okay. being taken by your boy okay. so you're okay. gonna start wendy's mcdonald's which is fine that's well, not healthy. Now, now I don't know if I should keep letting it fall. So you'd say you're two, and I'm going to think about it. All right. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> see, what you, see what round you can get. Yeah. Um, Bruno, my first one is Chick fil A. Okay. I fair. am an absolute hoe bag for Chick fil A. Hoe bag. <laughs> um, now, is it expensive? Yeah. Is it more expensive than it should be? Yeah. Something about biting into that chicken changes your life, though. It changes your life. Whether you get the nuggets, which are 10 out of 10. Or you get a, I'm a bitch, a baby back bitch. When it comes <laughs> Stop that I'm a bitch. I need that clip of I'm a bitch. <laughs> a baby back bitch. When it comes to spice, okay. the spicy chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A literally changed my life. Oh, wow. Probably not for the Sheesh. better for my health, but like, it'll, it is so good. And I don't know, this is the my pleasure. They're so welcoming That's for true. most. I, I, it's just... Chick-fil-A is so far and away number one for me. It's not even close. Okay. Chick-fil-A is a good pick. Before you move on to your second pick, let me just do my quick Chick-fil-A uh, confession. Kurt, it's, you tell it's, me you've never had it. I'm... No, no, no. I've had it. I've had it. I'll explain why, though. First of all, I think we both agree. They're probably better in the South. Do we not disagree on that? I feel like uh, they probably are. I've only had them in South Carolina and Virginia, and it was just about the same as it was... Okay. Up here. I will say in the South, more people go in and eat it, like sit down okay, like at a restaurant. Um, maybe I just had a misrepresentation because, Kurt, there wasn't any that close to me growing up until they finally opened up a Chick-fil-A near Natick, Massachusetts. Like, I'm not even joking, like three years ago, maybe four years ago, like that recently. So when it opened, I went because I was like, oh, hype. It's close. I don't have to go that far. It was never something I wanted to go so far out of my way to get. And maybe that's my mistake. Maybe I was missing out on stuff. So I tried it much later in life than probably other people. But I do love it. The sauce there. I've gotten the chicken nuggets with the Chick-fil-A sauce. Fucking great. Fucking good. So I love I, I love don't it. like Chick-fil-A sauce, but everyone oh. else likes it. I, well, oh, I'm not a condiment guy. Don't like condiments. I oh, like barbecue true. sauce. Very okay, good. so when we're doing the voting, let it show that I didn't pick Chick-fil-A, but I love Chick-fil-A sauce and Kurt doesn't. I'm just saying, people, don't be sheep. Yeah, don't be sheep. Okay, <laughs> Kurt, second pick for you. Uh, easy for me, Chipotle. Bruno, I could eat at Chipotle every single day and not get bored. Wow. Whether I'm housing a burrito in four bites, just kidding. They're huge. I couldn't do that. Or I'm getting a bowl and I'm eating it like a regular salad. Or I'm getting a bowl and I'm I'm scooping it with the chips. Bruno, any way about it, I could do it. And I – when I tell you I could eat there every day, I could eat there every day. 
that's that's fucking electric kurt kurt i will say this isn't going to shock you again we've both been picky eaters our whole lives that wasn't that was also in the grouping of like fast food types of food that i didn't try until i got a little bit older so it's not as like ingrained into my unhealthy lifestyle as some of these other fast food places are yep the other thing i'll say is that i'm kind of i don't know if i'm picking this this isn't my official pick I'm kind of more partial to Moe's mm. just because the boys at Gamble, again, we had to because we didn't have a choice. There wasn't a Chipotle right next to campus and there was a Moe's. We always went to Moe's. So like that was always more of like a, in my brain as something I would get over Chipotle. However, I will say I've been to a bunch of other Moe's that aren't the Yukon one and they've all been significantly worse than the Yukon one. So I don't know if that's like here's fair my, or whatever. Here's but. my thing with Moe's. The chicken stack from Moe's is the best thing you can get at either Moe's or Chipotle. It is so good. Oh, okay. I, it's also great at Moe's. You get free chips. The quality of the food there, though, just doesn't. It's for me. It's like I don't. I never felt very good after a Moe's Monday. So, and I don't really have that problem with Chipotle. So, that's fair. No, no, completely fair. Completely fair. So, you know, I would say though, my oh. I had a big three for fast food rankings, and it was. Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, Chipotle. So okay. I think your Wendy's pick was a home run. Okay. Well, listen, I've messed up a lot of drafts. I'm glad at least I got something right, even though you got two good picks yourself. Um, all right. So, Kurt, fuck it. I'm I'm not getting cute here. I'm taking McDonald's second. I was going to try to do like uh, five different types of fast foods draft to have like a bounce. But you know what? My meals aren't balanced and neither is my fast food list. McDonald's is number two. Again, it's just a classic uh it again same vein as Wendy's I feel like I don't even need to say that much the only thing I'll say to you Kurt is like after like a night out you're still kind of you know feeling good maybe not before not you, you know we're talking about feeling banged up after a night out in Nantucket before you even reach banged up you're just settling down from a night out I, the place I think of going the most with friends and in the past and anything like that is McDonald's that's just the classic place you just wind up in and you're just fucking saying shit you're like i don't even know what i'm saying right now so you know i go to mcdonald's almost daily for my diet coke. <laughs> i get a diet yeah. coke a large diet coke from mcdonald's love almost it. every day like love it so i get it i get it and there's just so many of them around there is there's there like they're just everywhere probably are they are they the biggest i don't know if they, they are maybe be. starbucks they is bigger. i'm not sure but yeah yeah they're they're big so again don't have to spend too much time in it mcdonald's is is on my list at least I didn't fuck that up because no. I was stressing over which one to take number one. Maybe you did me a favor. Maybe you didn't. You know what? It feels good to just not have a humongous mistake. Well, here's now, what I'll say, though. If you okay. took McDonald's number one, I would have taken Chick-fil-A Wendy's. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better, too, then. Yeah. So good good job by finagling both of those. And that would have been smart by you because I might have taken Chick-fil-A, but I wasn't going to take Chipotle. So yeah. that would have been a smart draft from you. So good thing I, I at least got something right. So, Kurt, I haven't messed up the first two picks. No guarantees for the next three. So welcome to the roller coaster. We're going right back in, Kurt. And, Kurt, I can mess up at any time. Who knows? That's the beauty of this. So, Kurt, number three. I could go in a wide direction here. I Part of me is like maybe – Do not give me options. Me. Just give me the fucking place. <laughs> no, no. I'm not going to give you options. I'm just think I was – again, maybe I was in my head too much after getting a fucking 12% last week. But I was like, should I go for a balanced approach? Should I go for just best value on the board? Should I go for best overall player? Questionable history. Does that matter? I was getting all sorts in the weeds of things. So at first I was like, should I do a balanced approach? Kurt – we're just sticking on the burger theme. I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. You know what? We're just we're riding. Kurt, I don't know if you think this is where I'm going, but I will ride or die with this. My number three pick, Kurt, 
Five Guys. Fucking Fuck. love Five Guys. Fuck. So fucking good. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I got that reaction. Pick this. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm glad we got a reaction like that. Oh, Kurt is attempting to show me his tier. Oh my God, it's next on his list for the tiers. I promise, Kurt, I didn't know that was next on your oh, list. Oh, I know. Kurt, good pick, you My fuckhead. favorite burgers. They can do the doubles. They can do the singles. Kurt, I, 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 if you don't, it, not you specifically, Kurt, but if you listening haven't gone to Five Guys and gotten their fries, no matter the order, they dump a bazillion fries right in the bag. So it's like you could order small fries and they, you just get a bag full of fries. It's fucking incredible. Fries are decent. It's my favorite burger. They're everywhere as well. I fucking love Five Guys. So that's my number three pick. I'm really, I'm, <laughs> I'm, the boy was too stunned to speak. <laughs> well good okay I, i'm three picks in and i haven't drastically fucked this up so kurt don't worry i have two more picks to mess it up but for now we're going back to you for two straight picks yeah and i i just didn't think you were gonna think of five guys oh i, oh, I fucking thought of five guys <laughs> all right bruno i was a hater of this next place for a long long time oh. a hater oh, i was like i'm never eating there my entire life okay but then my degenerate friends uh oh! Oh, I know what you're gonna say. After gonna say. we're you're out and about on the town, and you are needing something to eat <laughs> when you are drunk. There's nothing more you want than Taco Bell. I knew that's where you're going. Yep, fair. Bruno, the number seven combo where you get a chicken quesadilla and a taco. I'm <laughs> all about it. And then they have the little Cinnabon delights. Those will fuck your day up. Those are good. So, Bruno, I never thought that would be number three on my list. I, I think that's too high, but I'm taking it anyway. It is Taco Bell. Kurt, Taco Bell, deserving candidate. Good pick. I I would echo what you're saying. I will say that makes, or I don't know about everyone. Maybe this is just a me thing. Vicious shits. That's probably the most vicious shits after any of the five, uh, any of these fast food places. Taco Bell shits hit different and not in a good way. No, it's so bad. It is so, <laughs> so good going down and it is so bad <laughs> so coming bad out. Coming out. Yeah. Yeah, that's really that should be their slogan. So yeah. good. Go, so good going down. So bad coming out. Literally. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, now I'm right, stuck Kurt. a little bit between these two. I know we there's a lot of options, but like the clear ones, we're kind of not we're not at the end of them, but we are running through. So, you know, take your time, do what you got to do. Like, there's one more big one, like a big three for fast food. But I don't really like it. All right, here's what I'm doing, Bruno. I'm gonna go a little bit outside the box. Fuck it. I like a sandwich. I like a sandwich. Okay. I don't like it from the place you're probably thinking of. I like it. I like it from D'Angelo's. Wow. I don't think I ever would have guessed that. Yeah. Bruno, they have fresh shit there. They shit. <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> I contemplated either Jersey Mike's or D'Angelo's, but I'm going D'Angelo's because I Jersey Mike's is sometimes just fantastic and sometimes just not, not hitting. I've never had a bad sandwich at D'Angelo's, and I love a sandwich. So I'm taking D'Angelo's with my fourth pick. Okay, Kurt. Honestly, that's another one that I can maybe think of one that was close to me growing up and we just never went there. I think I've been there. I just, that's not, it's never been something in my radar. So I don't think it's a bad pick. I also think Subway is very divisive. So I get that that's not the direction you went because I hate Subway. I guess. I hate it. Like I used to like Subway growing up. Like I feel like me I too. used to like it a lot. Me and too. then I reached a point where I was like, oh, this is not as good as I thought it was. So I agree. Uh, you know, I do like saying $5 foot long. But other than that, uh, D'Angelo's, I can understand the pick. So good pick, Kurt. You got your four. You got to make one more pick at the end of this. So meanwhile, I'm going to round up my draft here. Kurt, I completely agree that we are maybe not 
hitting the big ones anymore. But I feel like I got a couple I'm going to toss out, and you know, we're going to see how they play. Again, I what's funny is I could go two more burger places and just have all burger ish places for my five. It's not like I don't want to do that. I just feel like the ones I already have are are pretty strong. Kurt, again, I brought this up. Uh, I'm going to bring this up because I was trying to think if this is a fast food place or not, because this is kind of borderline fast food, but I'm just going to run and run it anyways. America runs on it. I'm going to run it. Kurt Duncan's I'm taking with my number four. I love your Kurt's piss right now. If you can't see his face, he's fucking pissed. Uh, he wanted that for his nice and easy fifth pick. Kurt, we all know I'm not a coffee guy, but that doesn't mean that's not all they have at Duncan. First off, they, their food, again, it's not like the best quality ever, but completely you can get a lot of stuff you want, you know, whether it's a bagel, hash browns, breakfast sandwiches are good. You know, obviously the, the munchkins are classic. The donuts are good. Kurt, drinks wise, have you ever had their, this is completely random. You ever had their culottes they have there? They're like weird slushy things. I have. They're not very bad. good. Not bad. Uh, very sweet, but not bad. So Duncan, again, it's not maybe what you think of when you think of fast food, but I'm going to count it. So Duncan is my number four. Kurt, for my number five, in case you can tell, I was trying to filibuster a little bit because I don't know if I have a specific one that I want for my number five. But looking at my list, I think for my number five pick, I swear to <laughs> I don't know what you God. don't want me to. <laughs> I don't know what you don't want me to take, but I'm I'm just gonna go with. I'm gonna go. Okay, before I say this, shut the fuck up and say it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, Kurt's so mad, so I'm gonna keep talking. Um, we don't like you can eat at a fast food place, right? Like eating at it doesn't like yeah. not a sit. I'm not talking about a sit down. Like well, you've like, got a fucking mm, yeah. Go yes, you can sit there. Yes, you can sit down and eat there. Sure. Okay. Well, Kurt, by that definition, then I'm I'm I don't know if this is what you would have guessed. I'm gonna pick. I'm trying to draw this out because Kurt's so mad at me right now. I don't know if this is what you guessed. I'm gonna write. Pick, I'm or... gonna write down what I think you're gonna say. Okay. I I promise I won't take it if it wasn't what I was going to say. That's a Bruno promise. A Bruno never breaks his promise. Okay. You can go. Oh, wait. Oh, you're not showing me. You're just writing it down. No, just for the record. Okay. Okay. My fifth pick, Kurt, Panera. Just going with Panera. Oh, no. No, it's fine. Okay. I I didn't think that's the direction you're going. That's a state. There's one in uh, right near my house in Anik, Massachusetts growing up. After school, the gang would all go there. A lot lot of different options. You could get the two for two, five dollar, two for two for 10 or two, whatever the deal was. I would always get mac mac and cheese and whatever. Very classic, very staple. Again, kind of a boring fifth pick, but it has a little bit of everything. Has a nostalgia factor. I'm going number five. Panera, Kurt, what's your number five? I'm curious. Bruno, just congratulations because you're going to get your first win this week. So, uh, well, I don't know about that, but I do. Chick-fil-A and Taco Bell are big (laughs) players. So is Chipotle. Bruno, I'm going to go. Okay. I have three. Wait, I thought you wrote it down. Well, no, no, I thought one of you. I thought you were gonna say, "Okay, make your pick," but then tell me what you thought I was gonna say. Yeah, so I'll just tell you. I thought you were gonna say Shake Shack. Oh, that was okay. I was debating that. That was on my list. I that remember when I said I could go five burger places. Yeah. That was one of them that I was gonna. I thought you were gonna go Shake Shack. Yeah, that's in mine, but that's an honorable mention. That's not. Okay, that's okay, not. Okay. I'm trying to decide between two. Okay. I hate this pick. I don't like the. I don't. <laughs> he fucking hates it, folks. I don't like it. It's like I'm gonna equate this to golf. It's like standing over a shot that you know you're gonna not hit well. That's what I'm doing. Like I'm standing okay. over the ball, not confident, not feeling good, and I'm gonna shank it to the right. Um, okay. I'm gonna take Popeyes as my fifth one, Bruno. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I okay. like chicken more than I like burgers. It's like Chick Fil A. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My other one was Sonic. I have, oh Sonic is on my list too. I was gonna bring that up, but yeah, Sonic's Sonic's good. So I, my final. You ever had like what about like KFC? That has chicken. Yeah, I don't like KFC as much. Oh, not a KFC. Not really. Okay. My final four here were Popeyes, Sonic, Shake Shack, and Burger King. Yeah, Burger King was another. I, I feel like that's the clear lower tier one of those big ones. But that I guess yeah, we haven't even said Burger Bruno, King. Look, this list is horrendous for me. Well, I wouldn't say horrendous. Again, you took you took a, a swing with D'Angelo's. My gut says, I don't know if that's a popular pick, but who knows? I didn't think I was going to get 12% last week. I, I did, so. would be sitting so pretty here. I thought I was going to have Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, Taco Bell. Oh, no. Chick-fil-A, Chipotle. Wendy's. Five guys. Oh. Taco Bell, Duncan. That's what I thought my list was going to be. Oh, my I God. Would've... That would probably win if you. Yeah, no, it yeah. would have won. It would have won. Damn, my uh my our draft order here. I wonder if this would have changed. Wait, I don't want to do this for too long because we do have some other stuff we want to talk about today. But if if you had gone first, what would you have taken? I would have taken Chick-fil-A. Okay. And then looking at my list, I wonder if I would have would I have gone one, two McDonald's in the same round? You would have gone Wendy's and McDonald's. You would have. Don't lie. You would have. I probably would have. I, so that wouldn't have even changed anything. Or no, you would have taken. I would have gone Chipotle, Five Guys. Okay, and I don't think I would have taken Taco Bell. So you would have also gotten Taco Bell. I would have taken Duncan's though. So you would have got Five Guys if you went first, essentially. Fuck. I that's that was my missing link. Swap D'Angelo's for Five Guys. I mean, <laughs> I think that fucking wins. Yeah, Kurt. Listen, who knows? Again, I didn't think I was going to get a 12 last week, and I did. You, Who knows? Maybe I won this week. Maybe I didn't. No matter what, I'm a loser anyways. Even if I win this week, I'm still a loser. Kurt, my other things, did I have any on my list that we haven't set? So Sonic, briefly touching on it, it's kind of funny that they rollerblade over to you. I'm not going to lie. It makes me laugh. I've seen someone fall doing that. That's not funny. I hope they're okay. But, you know, it is kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. We've been there together, right? We have been there together. There's one in Manchester, uh, middle of Manchester that I go to. The Blue Raspberry uh with nerd. nerds slushies literally to die for because they will probably kill you that's how bad they are kurt i went there a bunch of times in a row and they told me every time they were out and i haven't been back since out of protest so hopefully they bring those back at some point uh the only other place i had on my list which kind of counts kind of doesn't really count i had wings over it is kind of a franchise there oh yeah natick it's one of amherst is one at yukon so it's like that is kind of a franchise I, thinking of wing places it was either that or wing stop and i've never really loved wing stop i guess buffalo wild wings is it's like I don't know if that's fast food or not yeah oh yeah moo is a good one but yeah i'd wing stop kurt uh wings over kurt any before we move on any other uh honorable mentions from you fast food drive? well now you got me thinking about yukon and i was gansett wraps is my favorite oh. one of my favorite places ever fucking love cancer and the owner is still there he's such a great guy me and abby saw him the other like last time we were there when we just drove to yukon to see it um what was the name of that chicken place that we went to with aunt a lot i loved how like the chicken bites it came in that little bag they give you the special oh uh, by the bar by huskies by huskies what the fuck was that called call aunt <laughs> Aunt. Holy shit, that's gonna piss me the fuck. It was near Sergeant Peps, right? It was, it was right, right next to Sergeant, Sergeant Peps. Peps. It was right next. To it. I'm googling it. I don't care. Kurt, Phil Buster, while I Google this. Uh, for for those who, who IYKYK, uh, whenever you go to college, like there will be a place that like is your place. Whether it's like DP Doe, people like went to Blaze at UConn. Something about and it is really fucking sad to me that I can't think of the name of this chicken place, but it um. It wasn't Ready Rooster, right? Nope. That's what it... I'm going to know it when I see it. Wally's okay, Chicken Coop. Up. Wally's Chicken Coop. Wally's. 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 Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yep it's yep, permanently yep, closed, Bruno. Bro. 
You did not just say that. It's right here. Permanently closed. Kurt. I was actually, I had forgotten about it. I was actually just considering like tomorrow going. That is a shot to the fucking dick. <laughs> well, Wally's chicken coop. And for those Wally, who like. That was so good. Sergeant Peps is gone. Wally's is gone. Why, my whole Yukon career might as well be gone. Everything's gone. Yeah. And the 7-Eleven in Source Center. Isn't dude, Fresh, Freshens the- gone too? Freshens got replaced with a shittier. It's in the new rec center and they still have smoothies. It's just they're not even closed as good. So oh, it's like uh, there. But that's annoying. Really. Boo. Tomatoes, yeah. tomatoes, tomatoes. Um, the 7-Eleven is gone. I used to know every one of their employees by name. I, we talked about their families and shit. I, would, I was there for fucking years. That's gone. Kurt, you're gone. Everything. Everyone's gone. I almost fucked you up at the end of that and said Pinkberry is my fifth one. Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't know what I would have done if you had said that. <laughs> I would have put I your brain been, in a well, pretzel. <laughs> that oh my god! Yeah, our frozen yogurt store. I guess they kind of are fast food. Yeah. I, oh my god! Is Dairy Queen? Maybe I should take it. Oh DQ. Is that a fast food? Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Well, they have like actual food. You ever gotten actual food from Dairy Queen? Yeah, it's, it's like chicken tenders. I don't know. They're fine. Yeah, it's very questionable. I had a hot dog from there one time because my friend Brian used to work that nope. one in my town, and nope. I was like, "This is nope. the first and last time I will ever be gobbling a glizzy from Dairy Queen." <laughs> <laughs> but, I do not like. Hunt. Anyways, yeah. All right, Kurt. Well, we did a good job keeping this super short uh, as we we're approaching crusting fifty minutes here. <laughs> Kurt, um, I don't know how to segue from you can't shooting the shit about Glizzy to this topic for this week. So we're just gonna acknowledge it and also say that you know Kurt and I have a wonderful time each week planning what we want to talk about. And for this week, we wanted to talk about something that's super related to everything we've talked about today in terms of. Jobs and careers, Let's baby. Go. But guess what? We are not going to make it boring. We are not the uh, you know Center for Career Development. Shout out them at UConn. They're right across the hall from Center for Students with Disabilities. We're not here to bore you to death. We're here to have some fun with it, to talk about maybe some stuff we thought we were going to do when we were younger, some dream job action, where we see ourselves going with our current jobs. If we were rich as fuck, what we'd like to do. You know, all right. sorts of job talk. And again, I feel like that's relatable. There's probably some people who are in a job right now that they love. It's their dream job. They want to stay there. There's probably some people, maybe like Kurt and I, who are doing things that we like. And, you know, we'll see where the future goes. We don't really know. And there's probably people who completely switch things up at some point, like Kurt and I both did. And so, you know, it's just kind of you know, it'll be interesting to to talk about with Kurt and I, because I think we both know some of this about the other one in terms of career stuff. But I think there'll be some stuff we'll talk about that maybe we don't always talk about. And then people will relate to Kurt. What are your thoughts on that? No, I, I think that's spot on, Bruno. I'm really interested to know your thoughts about as baby Bruno was growing up, what was... When you when someone asked you when you were in kindergarten, what do you want to be when you grow up? What was your answer? Okay, so first of all, I had the biggest brain in my kindergarten class. Let the record show. Well, duh. Second of all, um, duh. Second of all, um, I think there is a couple stages that I went through in terms of what I wanted to do when I was growing up. You ever? You know, I feel like this is a common thing when people are growing up. I wanted to be a firefighter when I was really younger. I feel like that's all. Like that's a very classic. Uh, like people are say firefighter, they say cop, they say, you know, those type of jobs. That's what they say. So I fell right into that category. Also, as I got older, every time I watched Chicago Fire, I was like, that's going to be me, baby. I'm going to be a fucking firefighter. I love Chicago Fire. Yeah. So that stoked the flames of that, if you know what I mean. But I'm, um, but Kurt, what I really said when I was younger was I wanted to own the Celtics. That was my thing. I was like, I'm a Celtics guy. Basketball has been my favorite sport. Celtics have been my favorite team. I used to just say, I'm going to work for the Celtics, own the Celtics. I'm going to be the Celtics. I'm going to be on the Celtics. Some variation of that line was what I used to say when I was younger, Kurt. So relatable, not relatable. What, what about you when you were growing up? Well, I had a major cop out. Uh, 
you said cop in there, so cop it is. <laughs> it, it was not a cop. Uh, <laughs> people forget my daddy-o oh, was a meteorologist, oh, yep. and I told everyone I was going to be a meteorologist. I was going to be a weatherman. That's what I told everyone growing up. Did you ever try? Did Fuck. you ever like go in front of no. a screen and do it and shit? No. And also, um, again, I shouldn't admit this because this is very lame of me, but until I was probably mm, seven years old, I thought my dad controlled the weather. Like with gizmos and gadgets in his office. You thought he was Dumbledore. Yeah, I did. Well, I don't watch Harry Potter, but yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but basically, like he like, and he like played along with it because he thought it was fucking hilarious. I was so dumb. I'm sure he did. He's like, like my son. He's like twisting things. He's like, no, it's raining outside. I go outside. It's raining. I'm like, oh my god, that's incredible. I'm like, how did he do that? So yeah, I wanted to be a, a meteorologist growing up. That's so funny, Kurt. Um, again, totally fair. Not a capo. I understand that. You know, my dad was just my dad does like marketing and shit, so it wasn't as like famous or uh, exciting as maybe the weatherman meteorologist angle. So that totally makes sense, Kurt. Obviously, you know, grown up, you you don't really figure out what you want to do. You, you know, even middle school, high school, you're still not really sure. We both got to UConn, Kurt. Little known fact about me that I don't know if I I probably have shared this. Actually, I probably shared this in my first ever episode I was on. Came into UConn, Kurt, political science major. A fucking can you imagine your boy just doing some poli sci, being political and being sciency? I don't like either of those two things. No. So combining them is a wild move. That lasted one semester, Kurt, when I got to UConn, and then I was like, you know what? Sports, and that's how I ended up on sport management. So I majored in sport management. That was still in the phase where I thought I was going to do sport management careers. That's why I got a job working. Campbell, which we talked about in a previous episode, talking with Ant, it was cool to hear a story about working in events and shit. Like that, really liked working at Campbell. I really liked doing Husky sport at UConn, which was like we went to Harford and worked with schools and kids, uh, helping them with homework, doing like strategies, all that sorts of stuff. So I thought I was going to do community engagement, like community service type sport jobs. That's where I thought I was going to be in the middle of my college career. Um, it's not like I wouldn't have enjoyed doing that. I don't think, I think I would enjoy doing that. Like whether it's like NBA cares or like, uh, you know, the Patriots probably have camps for kids and all that sort of stuff, whether it's working for a specific player when they're doing stuff with their charity or foundation, or if it's a team or league effort, that's where I thought it was going to go in the middle of college. Uh, Kurt, what about you coming into college? And then like, as you were kind of going through. So when I was a kid, like I said, I wanted to be a meteorologist. I wanted to be on TV. Um, and then through like high school, my favorite class I took in high school was journalism. And I was like, oh, this would be pretty cool to take, you know, in, in college. Yeah. But basically, I did not do a good enough job researching the majors at UConn. And I saw communications. So I was like, I'm just going to be a communications major. The first year I did communications, I was like, this is way too fucking broad of a major. I had to get more specific with what I'm looking for. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a double major in journalism and communications in the hopes of doing sports broadcasting as a career. So uh, I might have had it in, but I did have a couple um, internships at NBC in the sports department and stuff like that. And I really thought for a long time that it was going to be you know, sports broadcasting until late sure. into senior year when I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. And I was like, what do I want to do? I like sports. And that was why I want to do sports broadcasting. But I was like, uh, how can I work in sports without the TV part? Um, and Kurt, you've worked for four years for an athletic department. Just try to finagle your way in. And I finagled my way in. And then I was like, I want to do this for a career. And then went back to school and got the master's in sports management Hell yeah, you did. and athletic administration. And Bruno, IYKYK, uh, the reason I went back to do sports management was because there was one day you and I walked around Gample 
like the concourse for like fucking an hour. You had to get your steps in or something. You had some. You were, oh yeah, September probably. Yep. Yeah, I was like Bruno. I think I want to do this, and you're like, you were like, you totally should. Like you, you totally should. And so, uh, big pat on the back for your boy Bruno over there for getting me to to where I am today. Hey, first of all, fucking love that. You know, I'm always about that sport management life, even though maybe not currently, but that's totally fine. Um, I do remember that conversation, actually. I like, I remember us talking and we were walking laps around Gamble. People were like, what are those guys doing? There's no event today. And we're like, shut the fuck up. We're talking about life. Because uh, you were trying to decide, like, is that a Yukon thing? Yeah. Is that like an online thing that you eventually ended up doing? Like, you know, would that add years on before you started doing something else? Could you do shit at the same time? Obviously, you know, we've talked about how Kurt's career ended up going and, and we'll talk more in a second. But I do remember that. And I do think that's awesome. Again, the credits to you for like not a lot of people their senior year would maybe have the like balls to be like, you know, I actually think that there's something else I'd rather be doing or like at least this isn't what I want to be doing. So let's figure out what is what I want to be doing. And you did that. You fucking senior year, you fucking clutched it up. You fucking decided you stuck to it. And then now you're literally the fucking king of Grammy. So. Well, I don't know about all that, but it was, it was, a, it was a, a tough choice in the moment, but like you're not supposed to know what you want to do at 18 years old. Like you really, I mean, some people, if you do great, good for you, but the large majority, you don't actually know and you're going to figure it out. And I figured it out late, but I, it all worked out in the end. So, yeah. And again, like, you know, that's Kurt being decisive uh, and figuring it out. And then he put himself on the path to where he is. Uh, speaking of decisive, that's the opposite of what I did, because while I did decide in sport management, that isn't where I necessarily settled up. So I faced the Kurt's decision of what do I want to do for a job? And I chose to go back to school twice. I went back to school for my master's, went back for my PhD. Obviously, part of that decision was setting a record for longest continuous employment at Campbell Pavilion. Obviously, of course, why would that not be the primary reason I chose to do anything I wanted to do, obviously? Um, but in all seriousness, I went back to school because unlike Kurt, I didn't really have a moment where I was like, this is definitively what I wanted to do. I knew I liked sport. Sport manager was a cool major. There were cool jobs around. I just didn't really find something I liked. I started working at the Center for Students with Disabilities at UConn. I really enjoyed both like the academic side of things and the and education being in the educate world of education. I liked working with the population of students that I was working with. I liked my specific role where I got to work with students over the course of a whole semester. And if they come back multiple semesters, I really liked our office on campus and like believed in the mission. So Kurt, I mean, this isn't going to shock anyone because I still work at there now, but I started working there the first year of my master's and that pretty much decided what I want to do then what I wanted to do then and what I'm still doing now, which is working at a college, working in some capacity with college students. Right now, I'm working, obviously, at the Center for Students with Disabilities. I love it. I have no plans to leave. I just you know, got hired officially. I think moving forward, I want to spend more time here and learn everything I can learn. I think in general, Kurt, as we look for towards moving forward for like what we see ourselves doing, at least at this point in time, um, I see myself working at the center or if something crazy happens, which I don't even know what that would be working at some point in like college administration. Like I like working with college students. I like being able to meet with them and talk with them, hear about what's going on. You know, I just, it's just an environment I really like. I could probably make it work at some sort of high school. I think once you start getting a little younger than that, that's when I, you know, I'm not known to be a patient person and, you know, with some of these younger kids, you got to have lots of patience. I think we both uh, both know that pretty well. But yeah. I think for now, I see myself in some sort of college administration. It could just be staying with this center. It could be maybe in the future starting a center for students with disabilities at a different college because there's a lot of colleges that don't have them. It could be 
Bruno, the dean or president of a school. You never know. It could be the president. You know, we we don't have to put any limits on ourselves. So I think that's where I am landing at in terms of like career stuff moving forward and what I want to do, which is cool. Because again, I went from firefighter to sports to sport management to working with college students with disabilities. Yeah. So it's you never know where you're going to go. Yeah. For me, you know, lately the path has been once I kind of figured out I wanted to do athletic administration and really kind of dove in to that. Uh, my first job I took at Rhode Island College in Providence as the assistant to the athletic director. So I was like kind of his bitch, but I worked that job for two weeks before COVID hit. Uh, they sent everybody home. Uh, they weren't sure Rhode Island College is not a uh, very prolific athletic school. They weren't sure they were ever going to have athletics again. It's a commuter school. It's small. It's like PC's little brother or sister. Um, and I was like, you know what? They couldn't. They could. They were great. They paid me the entire time through COVID, um, but they couldn't promise that a job would be there when I got back. I was like, I get it. I've worked here for two weeks. I don't even know your name. But like, <laughs> that sounds good. So I started looking, and uh, it just being the assistant athletic director at Darien High School, like I'm a little biased, but the best athletic high school in Connecticut was just the perfect opportunity for me. Like. And I would have never got it if it wasn't for COVID. So again, like weird how that worked out for me. But um, it really taught me that like similar similarly to you and you like working with college kids and helping them get to wherever they want to go. I think high school is such an impressionable time in, in someone's life growing up. And like high school for some people is awesome. But for other people, high school fucking sucks. Like and some people might just like high school fine somewhere in the middle. But being able to help student athletes reach their goals both academically and you know on the field or on the court or whatever playing surface you might play on it was very rewarding to me and i really started to f like fall in love with that part of the job now obviously i'm going into my second year as you know i'm not the assistant ad anymore i'm the athletic director at a school it's a little bit different um in the fact that like in darian there was you know the ad me the assistant ad and a secretary running a big department now it's just me running a smaller department. Um, so, you know, you have to wear a lot of hats and that it is what it is. Um, I think I've realized through this that um, I enjoy the bigger schools more. Um, you might think like, you know, I, I would say if you ask pretty much every AD what the least favorite part of the job is, it is the parent bullshit. And there is plenty of it. Let me tell you. Um, but at bigger schools, obviously salaries are a little bit higher. And, you know, believe it or not, like at bigger schools, most of the issues we have with parents is about playing time. That's kind of what it is. And they don't really go to the coach, they go to you. Um, and some of these people at these smaller schools that I'm currently at are a little bit delulu in the fact that they think all their kids are going Division One. Your kid's not going to go Division One. I. I appreciate you thinking that, but it's not going to happen. At Darien, we sent like 81 kids to Division One in the two years I was there. Like it's So when a kid's like, I'm going D1, it's like, yeah, no, you are. You definitely are going D1. So it's a little bit different in that sense. Um, I think for me too, I, you know, I'm happy with where I am. Um, I, I do see a change coming at some point in the fact that like, I don't know, I like being an athletic director. I like the athletic administration part of it. I'm, I'm a very organized person. I think it might be a little bit of OCD. Um, but I'm going to kind of wrap this into what I think I want to do really badly in the future. I want to be, I want to be able to do, take all the lessons I've learned in athletic administration and working in high school and working with athletes 
and I want to be a director of football operations for a college. It's it's the same shit, Bruno. It is the same exact shit. Like you are budgeting, you are scheduling uh, transportation, you're scheduling hotel rooms, you're out on the field uh, during practices, getting like a, a pulse on people. You're working with the athletes, you're working with the coaches. It's the same thing, but it's more specific to a sport. So that's end goal one day is director of football operations, which is wild because that year I worked at UConn, I directly reported to the director of football operations and our relationship was a little bit wonky. <laughs> I was trying to be quiet when you said that because that was the first thing I thought of, I'm not going to lie. But Kurt, on a serious note, we don't, yeah, it, again, it's not like Kurt and I are every single time we talk, like delving into the serious stuff. So I, that's this is the first time I'm hearing Kurt like articulate some of that. And Kurt, I think that's really cool. Again, that for me, from an outsider perspective, just seeing everything you've done seems like that would fit perfectly. Not only are you a football guy through and through, you played, you've coached, you've watched, you've consumed in every way, you're, you live, you live, eat, breathe, and sleep football. But on top of that, it's so true. Like you can take the lessons of like, you know, college kids are still impressionable. I agree with your point about high school kids. Like that's a crucial part of their lives because you could even decide, am I going to college or not? And that's a decision alone. But like on top of that, you know, college kids on their own still have lots of decisions. You guiding them through that. Also being able to interact with all the different people, the coaches, the players, the other staff members, other people at the school, right? Cause it's going to be a college. So it's like other people there too. So I think that would fit perfectly for you. That's going to be sick. And Kurt, all I'm going to say is when you're taking over for Alabama football, as the football ops guy bring me to a game i i us going to uconn again no disrespect to the uconn football team not quite the same as some of the big name football programs around the country kurt i want you to fucking vip sweep me up for whatever team you end up working for give me the give me the kurt field vip experience and just let me see you do your fucking magic. Well, the, first off deal second off that's really weird of you to say because like you're acting like you're not going to be the president of the school and i'm going to be working Whoa. there like Bruno, we've talked. Even put that we've talked about this. Fuck You're yes. going to be the president of the school, and I'm going to work under you in the athletic. Department. Holy shit, Kurt! You'll just well. First of all, I think we'd probably be on even playing field because let's be honest, football programs have a lot of fucking power at colleges. They do. Second of all, <laughs> Kurt, you just say, Bruno, I want this, and I say yes. Show me where to sign. Yes. Think about how easy that's going to be, Kurt. Holy! All shit. of a sudden, our futures look great, Kurt. Fucking hell yeah. All right. Mark this down. August 3rd, 2023. We said it. We're manifesting this shit yep. based on Kurt's favorite uh, favorite show there. We're manifesting this shit. Catch us at a TBD school of our choosing at some point in the future. Uh, a good that's going to be absolutely a good school. Electric. A real good one. A good one. Yeah. A good one. Oh, Kurt, that'd be so great. Kurt, really quick. Um, I know we're almost at the end here. Really quick. I don't know if you have any thoughts. I can certainly start. You don't have to have any thoughts. Other jobs that you would have wanted. Again, we like what we're doing. We're passionate about what we're doing. We believe in the causes, helping kids, all that sort of stuff. In a, Take all that away just for a second and be like, what would you want to do interest-wise? I have two things that come to mind. You'll probably understand both of them. It's I don't think you're going to – like I don't know if you would have guessed them, but you're going to understand instantly when I say them. Number one, I know – like, okay – I'm not a TV guy. I have a face for radio. That's what I've always said. But sport, it's funny that you mentioned sports broadcasting. I fuck, you've seen me at the Gamble events that we've done. I put me on a mic and I'm going to have a great time. It could just be me on the mic with no one around and I would entertain myself. I just love being a fucking idiot on the mic. So yes, would I have to tune down the swearing? Would I have to talk slower? Would I have to have consistent voice into the mic, which I never have on these episodes? And would I need to work on like etiquette in general? Yes, I would have to do all those things. That would be so fucking fun. I would love to just commentate sports and be like, that guy's a fucking idiot or like clearly biased be like lebron the worst piece of scumbag who's ever existed on earth misses another three see you later bitch like i would love to do shit like that that'd be so funny so 
I love, that's my first I love that. <laughs> that's my first like dream job that's not related to anything i'm doing kurt the second one this also isn't going to surprise you one of my favorite foods of all time i'm a simple guy simple pie i'd love just a fucking pizza shop that always serves simple pies you want toppings sorry go to subway go to somewhere else i don't give a fuck we make simple pies they'd be cheap and affordable they'd be so fucking good dave portney would come in and give it a 10 10 out of 10 just simple pie it would be like simple pies for simple guys or simple pies one of those names i don't know but it would be electric i'd love to just have my own pizza shop and people would come in they'd be like hey bruno simple pie i'd be like my guy simple pie. you know what you could i know what i could totally <laughs> see you doing is like getting a food truck like bruno's like a food truck sure. and you just fucking sitting outside like in a sporting event just pumping out yep. simple pies I, I might just drive it to work and everything uh, just so so i stay strapped with that motherfucking thing you on say me. strap <laughs> bruno, uh my you know if, if thinking outside the box here if i could have like one thing money's no object here yep it reminds me of you growing up i would love to be an owner of a football team not dan go. snyder but about fuck anyone fuck like them. little robert Kraft moment for me i like that for me that'd be great i would i would need a lot of, i need billions of dollars but i will see Kurt, that would uh that would be a nice little happy ending for you wouldn't it okay <laughs> okay 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 a little rub and tug there pal <laughs> kurt you would be a great owner all seriousness you'd actually like care and like talk to people and like not just be an absolute dick you'd pay your running back oh i would you know because you have billions of dollars Con- so you'd simply Connor pay fields coming out of retirement he's running the football yeah oh yeah same. oh my god fucking genius oh my god and you would put yourself as the quarterback oh, love it yeah, yeah we'll talk love well it. i'm probably a little i'm love just gonna it. hang out and watch from my booth but yeah it'll be- <laughs> that's that's fair you're rich you don't need to play. So Kurt- captain chris is quarterback or one of his seven children that are going to also be named with a K name because Chris is one of seven siblings, I think, that all have K names. So I actually don't know if his kid it's is a lot of K's. Strikeouts. We're not going the other way. He, his kid's name is, is Jackson with an X. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. Scratch what that from the record. Yeah, scratch that. We're, we're going to work. We'll talk to Chris. We'll talk to our captain. We'll get our ducks in a row here. But yes, that sounds like a fucking plan. Kurt. What a fucking episode, baby. We kept it under an hour like we always do. Don't look at the timer. That's totally right. Uh, Kurt, another episode in the books. That's five down. Kurt, there are still some more before football starts. So I'm enjoying this a variety. I hope everyone is too. Let us know only if you think I won the draft. Don't let us know if you think Kurt won. We don't. We already know. You guys fucking love Kurt, so that's fine. I uh, think whatever. you I won. Know that anymore. I think you won. Uh, Kurt, you say that, but again, you could just win 90 to 10. And so I, well, who knows? I'm probably going to be embarrassed like I always am, but that's totally fine. 5 a.m. on Sunday, if you're trying to watch the U.S. Women's National Team, we're playing Sweden. Do what you got to do. Kurt, probably not going to bed before, so I will be a sleepy-ass Bruno on Sunday. Uh, and then, you know, your careers, let us know what you think. If you have any opinions, uh, if you think we're right, if you think we're wrong, don't tell us. Sponsors, if we offended you with any of the things we said, don't let us know. Just keep giving us ad money like you always do. And Kurt, I, I don't know what to say other than we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Bye, guys.